Hey, this is Shell Hamilton with Meditation Minis, and I was just on my friend Miro's show, Boss to Boss. And if you are an entrepreneur or a wannabe entrepreneur looking for inspiration, this is the podcast for you, for sure. Check it out. What is, what is chakra therapy? I keep, I keep hearing about it. Everybody's talking about it. Not many know about it. What is it? All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, chakra therapy. It excites me that you say that everybody's talking about it because I kind of live in, well, like we all do, I live in a bit of a bubble of like-minded people and I'm like, everyone knows, everyone knows. And, but also like so many people don't know. Um, no, definitely so not. That's a great question. Chakra therapy is basically the practice or the modality of just working with your chakras in the same way that somebody might go to therapy to work through their emotions, their experiences, to try to process them so that they can eventually end up in a place of healing transformation. So taking that same concept of like therapy, a modality for healing um and applying that to specifically the chakras and the chakras are really all encompassing of mind body and spirit so it's mm -hmm. all of those aspects and that's why i'm really passionate about working with the chakras and creating what i call organic chakra therapy um it's because i think to really heal evolve transform grow we really do have to address all of those parts of ourselves. Um, a lot of approaches, especially in our Western culture, are very like mm -hmm. one-sided. I'm just going to try to heal my body by looking at looking at it from like a physical perspective. Um, or like, wor like working out all the time or getting some sort of pills? Yeah, it's like taking some pills or getting surgery done or just like very physically oriented opposed to looking at kind of the bigger picture of like, well, what is this chronic pain or this illness? Where is it stemming from emotionally or what kind of experiences am I storing in my cellular memory or in my body that is creating this um, experience? Because ultimately when we do have something like chronic pain or an illness, it oftentimes is kind of like the alarm system to communicate to us like there's something going on here right and um that may not necessarily just be a physical thing that alarm system of like hey pay attention to your lower back may actually be be because you have an imbalance in your second or first chakra um and that imbalance might actually be more of an emotional thing and so when we just try to like heal our lower back by going to the chiropractor um, that doesn't really get to the root of what caused it because it may be yeah it may not be a physical root the root the physical symptom is more of just that it's a symptom it's not necessarily the bigger picture got it cat taylor everybody of kylo wellness that's kylo-wellness.com be sure to check her out or on instagram as well where they have uh, numerous um, awesome pictures and tips and strategies and kind of, you know, all, all different types of healing methods, right. That are uh, um, all to do with the chakra therapy and organic specifically. 
It's Instagram.com forward slash Kylo dot organic dot chakra dot therapy. And that's Kylo spelled K-A-I-L-O. And what is Kylo as well? That's <laughs> just putting you on the spot, just questioning everything. What, what is it? Kylo is the Indo-European root of the words whole, W-H-O-L-E, holy, health, and heal. Hmm. Um, and that is really at the root of, you know, the intention behind everything that Kylo is and does. So I actually, it's kind of funny you brought up, you know, chakra that it's mind, body, and soul, right? Those are the three you mentioned? Yeah. So I actually got a tattoo of like a symbol that means that. (laughs) So it's like, it's like I knew, I knew one day I'd be talking about it. And for this one most specific moment, I was, I was going to bust this up and that's why I got this tattoo. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But why do you think that is? I mean, I, th- there's definitely a movement, just not just to the whole, you know, uh, I guess in not industry, but the whole segment of yoga and body work, and just in general, you know, people are trying to get away from the doctors and away from the the medicines. Why do you think there is a movement like that, and why is it taking so long for it to uh, come? Um, well, I think that there is such a movement because it's so needed basically. And um, it's taken a while to kind of evolve um, because there's just (laughs) the way that our culture and our society has been set up. It's kind of just been this like woo woo, you know, like new agey thing that doesn't have credibility or science. And we've been, you know, our culture is so steeped in, like the need for science and um, you know, there's not a lot of, until recently there hasn't been a lot of like credit given to these ancient practices and ancient wisdom that for thousands of years, that was the medicine, that was the healing that people were using. Mm -hmm. Um, And they got really like with the industrial revolution obsessed with like science and numbers and things. Studies. Yeah. And it really kind of went, away from that and all of these ancient things were just kind of like poo-pooed of like oh like a hippy dippy thing yeah and it's really cool lately science is now proving all of these ancient things we actually have like we can measure a lot of these practices and these healing modalities um so that's one thing but also it's just like it's just it's so needed and like decades ago really i mean we are um, in a really interesting time right now where the planet itself needs a lot of healing. Our um, impact as humans here is like pretty undeniable. Yeah. And that in and of itself is creating on some kind of collective subconscious level, a lot of distress, you know, for people. And, you know, you can only go on for so long being like kind of unwell until it becomes really apparent and then that's when people start making changes and um our culture just there isn't unfortunately a whole lot of um approaches until recently that really support that kind of mind body spirit spectrum and so we do our tendency is to treat people with like a pill or a surgery or 
you know, all these things that just kind of mask or they're not really the solution. And the way our system is set up in terms of healthcare and the food system, it's not really supportive of health or wellness. Um, it's kind of an industry that supports sickness because that's uh, what makes a lot of money. Yes, so it does. That the approach of preventative health um, rather than waiting until like you're really sick and you have no choice but to change things is important. And that's not just, you know, in a physical thing. People are you know, unhappy. A lot of people are unhappy. They're not doing, they're not living the life that they really want, doing the job that they want and doing all these things. It's, we're just kind of a product of our culture and our environment that has shaped us to think this is happiness or this is success and this is what you should do and what you want. And people are not buying that. Like you can yeah. only sell that for so long before people are like, is that really what I want? Um, and so people are kind of forging their own paths and that takes a lot of going inward and learning about yourself. And uh, yeah, that's ultimately the journey. And that can lead to, you know, a whole lot of different practices, like you mentioned, mindfulness, yeah. you know, different eating habits. No, it's in interesting you bring that up. Like, you know, people aren't as happy, it seems like, right? Everybody's complaining about something or something's going on. And I mean, have you found like the cure for it? Like, because I guess the thing is, it, it takes a while, right? This method he takes a while. It doesn't happen overnight where these pills do right? Or a surgery does. Sure. That's a lot to do with it. Well, yeah. I mean, definitely our culture is one where we're like, I want this fixed now. I want this fixed five minutes ago. And so like quick and easy solutions are really tempting. Mm -hmm. um, I get that. We live in a busy time. Now, 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 right? Oh, yeah. And it's easy. It's easy to just like take something and, you know, try to move on with your life. Um, or just deny that you're unhappy and pretend you are and be like, oh, well, no, this house, this big house, this does make me happy or, you know, whatever the thing is, the distractions, the social media, all of the stuff. Um, there's, you know, there's plenty of material there. Um, but ultimately, it's, it's not. <laughs> People, it's not and people are seeking something more and they're seeking mm -hmm ultimately themselves and their truth and who they really are. And I think that you can only live kind of asleep for so long before you crave something more, at least that's my experience. Um, and when we aren't kind of living as our truest, most authentic self, we're just kind of embodying a fraction of what we have the potential to be. Because ultimately we all have the potential to be yes, our vibrant and authentic and empowered self um and that's not to say that even like living that doesn't mean you have bad days and all of the hardships and you know all the imperfections of being a human too that's very real um but there's definitely like we all have room for improvement um certainly myself included like i i don't have it all figured out by any means i'm just figuring it out myself and I plan and expect to be until the day I die. You know, like this journey is literally a journey of a lifetime. And if you sign up for diving into, you know, whatever, some wellness practice, practices or spirituality or whatever you want to call it, 
um, you also have to recognize like you, I don't think it's realistic or in your best interest to have some attachment to like a destination. Like, you know, in five years I'll be enlightened. Like that, it's not how it works, <laughs> you know? Um, so you can't over plan it is what you're saying, right? You can't over plan it, but you just have to embrace the process and realize that you're going to grow and you also probably won't reach some plane of like enlightenment or being this perfect being who doesn't have stresses and gets angry sometimes and sad sometimes and like all of those things. But it's the way the visualization that I have is like, it's kind of a spiral. And so we can come back and revisit some lessons or like revisit working on a specific chakra, but be in a completely different place with that. So like an example that I'm working with in my life right now is um, I definitely, I had to do some work in bringing some health to like my, my throat chakra, for example. Our throat chakra is our place of communication, expression, it's authenticity, like being in integrity with your word, all of these things. And how many and- chakras are there? seven main chakras but there's like lots of kind of like micro chakras but just the seven main ones is like plenty of material to dive in really deep with um and to focus on um so i was i did some work in terms of bringing greater alignment to my throat chakra um and i can honestly say that i feel like i have a really healthy throat chakra in my personal life with like my family and my friends and my work and things like that of really being authentically clearly communicating um is that what it means because using the throat to communicate yeah yeah but and communication can be more than just like verbal communication it's like any way in which you kind of express yourself so that also comes through in like music you make or this podcast in and of itself is an embodiment of your throat chakra it's like it's the words you're saying but it's so much more it's an expression Mm -hmm. of what you're passionate about and the message that you want to share with the world and the work that you want to do um and so that leads me to kind of this expansion piece like here i am in a place of my throat chakra is healthy and strong and like the people i interact with day to day And then maybe somebody invites me to do like a podcast interview or to like speak in front of a lot of people. And then I'm like, Ooh, wow, that's, that's an edge. That's uncomfortable. That's like outside of my comfort zone. Oh yeah. (laughs) This is like life presenting me with the next iteration of like up leveling my throat chakra of like, okay, so like, yeah, you got that good with your, your home life. Now, like, how do you handle that? And embody that to an audience of a bunch of strangers you know and then 10 years from now I might be like I'll get comfortable in this realm and I'll be faced with another opportunity to kind of like up my game again and that's forever and ever in life um I don't think you reach like you know right there's no point of like that's it we did it all right there's always going to be something new something else out there for us something new to achieve. And do you think this is like keeping you young? Is this like keeping you fresh? What do you, what do you think? Do you, how much, cause it seems like you're embracing the moments, right? Yeah, totally. Um, I, yes, I think like basically taking care of your, your well being 
is 100% going to contribute to your vibrancy, your youthfulness, all of these things. Because ultimately when we are holding on to emotions, experiences, things that need healing or releasing, they bog us down and they make us heavy. And when we can kind of like let go and navigate our our life with ease and grace, life isn't so, doesn't have to be so like stressful or we don't have to be a victim to our circumstances. We can become really empowered to be living our life in the fullest way. And opening ourselves up to like a healthy flow of energy is, you know, it's like drinking in really fresh water. I mean, it is like our energy is our life force. So when that's at full capacity, it permeates into everything you do, all the interactions you have with your friends and family, the job you have, the work you do, everything. But not all of us, you know, uh, most of us don't have like, we, we don't have that access to that. At least it seems like, right? A lot of us are working the nine to five. We're, we're literally zombies. We're doing what we got to do. There's no time to even step back and think and breathe. So what kind of words of advice do you have for a lot of these individuals? Cause you know, they, they got families, right? They got children, they got a mortgage. At, at least that's what everybody tells me. So they can't just leave a job or can't just step back and breathe because they got to be in it now, now, now. Yeah. Um, well, I can totally relate. Like, and I'm sure you can too, or both entrepreneurs, like that is real. <laughs> but like, I don't have time to eat right now or like Ooh. go to the bathroom. I'm so stressed, you know? Um, like for sure, that's so real in every person's life. And that's the beauty of like the practice is that you ultimately are seeking to integrate it into everything you do. So it's not like this separate compartmentalized, like this is my hour long morning meditation where I'm like the zend out blissful goddess. And then I like clock out of that space and come into enter this space. And I'm just like this monster of a person who like, you know, all of these things. So it's, that's the practice is like, how am I stressed out? And I have this deadline and all of these things are happening. And I am still aware of my breath. I am still taking care of myself. I am still showing up to the conversation that is like, I'm so annoyed about. I'm like, oh my gosh, how did this go wrong? But how am I showing up in integrity with an open heart, an open mind? How am I being respectful of this other person? How am I being respectful of myself and my boundaries? So life and all of those like distractions, like the things that keep us occupied Mm -hmm. are exactly the arena in which we bring this forth and we live it and we embody it. And for the people who are like, well, but I like, don't have time for that. Exactly. How, how do, where do I start? I feel like that's a really present and pertinent question. Um, because that's definitely where I'm getting at. Like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, there's so much information out there and there's so many different practices and healing modalities. It's like, do I get into yoga or do I get into meditation or do I get into the chakras or you know, and then even within that, it's like, there's so many styles of meditation and so many styles of yoga. Like, which one do I choose? Um, and I totally get that. It's like very overwhelming and just try to like, just pick something, anything. I like, if you, there's just something that sticks out to you, like, oh, I'm that one. There's a little bit more curiosity. Mm-hmm. 
um, kind of follow that intuitive hit and just be slow and gentle and patient. You don't have to like spend a weekend reading a giant book on the chakras and be like, crush that, did it, you know, all these things. And so that being said, really the intention behind Kylo is to provide the the rituals, the practices, and the tools for people to either A, like start a practice, or B, anchor into deepening an already established practice. So it's for beginners, newbies, it's for the advanced and everything and everyone in between. Um, And so, I mean, Kylo is more than just a product line, but in the context of like the products, they, I see them first and foremost as energy tools rather than even like body care products or cosmetics or all of these things. Like they are very much energetic vibrational tools. And, so, and, and they are unisex, right? All the products. Yeah, yeah. They're, so every products. every living being, I like animals included, have chakras, and so you can work with your chakras no matter you know if you are alive and listening to this, you can. And um, and that's really the thing is like every our chakras are being affected um, all the time, whether or not people are even aware of that or even aware that they have them or believe like. They're there. Um, so the intention being to create or provide the the tools and the rituals to kind of start to develop a relationship to your chakras, which ultimately is to develop a relationship with yourself because their chakras are a reflection of us and we are a reflection of the chakras. So... All of the products, they come with a ritual, and the ritual you can use while you apply the product. You can do the ritual, and it's super simple. It can take 10 seconds, 30 seconds. You can do it while you're on the elevator. You can do it while you're stuck in traffic. You can do it, I could do it right now while I'm talking to you. Can you show me one? Can you demonstrate one? Uh, yeah, let me see where, okay. I'm curious what one of these is like. So this is this is um, the kit that has all seven of the essences. Which for the seven different chakras, right? Right. There's one for each chakra. Okay. So I might, since I've been talking about throat and I'm talking a lot right now, let's go with that. Um, so using the throat mm-hmm. essence, basically the way that the ritual works is while you apply the product, you visualize the color of the chakra and, and you can chant the mantra, the Bijan mantra of the chakra, or you can say the affirmations. And I provide all of that information. So you're like, what is the color? What is the mantra? It's there on the packaging. You have it. Um, so throat. Deep breath. Quieting. Hum. Hum. Um, so that took maybe 10 seconds and, you know, for the benefit of like those who are just listening and, you know, this whole thing, I, I chanted hum three times relatively loud. I could have done that under my breath. It could have been a whisper if I was sitting like in my cube. Yeah, you're probably not going to do it in, in a big crowd of people, right? <laughs> 
You could. I mean, you can. You, like, you do anything you want. The context. You know, if you're at, if you're using it at home while you are doing your morning meditation, you might do something as loud or as expressive as what I just did. If you're on the elevator, you might just just like do it inside your head. You don't even yeah. have to like, open your lips. Isn't it crazy how like just that moments, those three deep breaths and I'm like, out of, I did it with you. I, I didn't go as into it, which I probably should have, but I like feel more like I'm just here, like just a little more present, right? Just, just a little more. Exactly. And that's, you know, kind of the question you were asking was like, how do people have access to this in their busy lives? And this is like the whole purpose of this. It's like, we have really busy lives and ultimately so many people are seeking more moments of mindfulness, presence, stillness. And they're like, but I don't have time for them. And it's like, well, you, it doesn't have to be this huge production. You don't have to go to an hour long yoga class. You don't have to like light the candle and do the, all the things that's beautiful and like go for it. But it can be so much more simple to just be like, here I am present, mindful, working with myself, working with the energy, working with my body. Um, yeah. So what is like, what is your routine? Like what's the, what do you incorporate every day? Obviously I'm sure at this point, you know, you've been doing this for over 10 years. It just comes naturally, but are there like set things that every day you make sure to do to keep you like in check? Yeah. I mean, it definitely evolves, you know, I have chapters where I'm really into like one style of something and then I, just will kind of meander into a different something. Um, like right now, my morning practice consists of um, some pranayama, so breathing techniques. And then I'll do some mantra for about 20 minutes. Um, and I've, oftentimes I like to start that like out loud and then like just kind of slowly get it softer and softer and softer. What is that exactly for the listeners? Mantra. So I'm just chanting um, a specific mantra. Um, like what I just did, that hum, mm -hmm. that is the bija mantra for the throat chakra. Uh, bija is Sanskrit for seed. So it's literally like the seed sound or seed syllable of the chakra. Um, so that's why chanting that specific bija mantra helps to activate and uh, bring balance to the throat chakra. So that's why I would use that in conjunction with the throat chakra uh, product. But I, um, there's, I mean, infinite amount of different mantras, depending on what yeah. it is you want to work with. There are ones that are very complex and very long. There are ones that are just a single syllable, like what I just did. Um, so I'll do that for a while and then kind of settle into some silence and there what's for, a while uh i might i'll do the mantras for around 20 minutes um and then and then i'll just sit and is it kind of like doing a meditation pose at that point i do this at my altar sitting on a meditation cushion um but you know sometimes i travel sometimes i'm like camping sometimes i wake up not there and then it looks like you know whatever it is i'm sitting on a rock next to my tent or I'm like in a hotel room, you know, whatever it is, or I'm in an Uber on my way to something. Um, you know, you just, that's the, that's the life coming up exactly. And like creating the disruption of like, okay, now how do I also still live and apply this amidst my busy, unpredictable and inconsistent life? 
um, yeah, that's, and then, you know, I tried to, yesterday I went on a hike. I like, I like to be out, I like to get outside in the morning or I'll do a yoga practice at home. Um, it depends on my schedule and what I'm in the mood for, but I do try to kind of prioritize something, whatever, whatever that looks like. And maybe like, you know, I woke up late and I don't have 20 minutes yeah. to do mantra. And that so works. it's three minutes, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So as long as you get that moment in, usually in the morning, right? To start off the day, something to sort of just... Yeah. And that's just what works for me. You know, um, I think it's really important that people find what works for them because it's for you ultimately. So if I think having some sort of like, this is the way to do it can be really of disservice to people. True. Cause then it becomes more like a chore, right? A to-do list. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't honor, you know, the individuality of every person, you know, different styles like mantra might be like the worst thing for some people. Like they just can't stand it. Yeah. But some mm-hmm. other technique is like drops them in really deep and is really restorative for them. And then that can shift. Ten years later, they're like, oh my God, mantra is my favorite thing in the world. And this other practice I used to do just doesn't really do it for me. And that's just being like fluid and aware of what works for you and what doesn't and trusting and honoring yourself to be your own guide through that. So before you kind of got into everything you're doing now here at Kylo Wellness. Once again, everyone, it's Kat Taylor uh, that we're interviewing right now. Check her out at kylo-wellness.com. Before you got into this, though, what was there a moment when you were like, this is it, enough is enough, I can't do this nine to five, this life of being bossed around? Was there like a, a, a bubble, a, a light that hit? <laughs> You know, I didn't have a moment of feeling like kind of fed up with my life. I think I'm I'm really grateful because from a very young age, I've been really um, passionate about all of these things. I've been learning about them since I was like, like in middle school, I was like reading yeah. about crystals and things. Um, and then like, as soon as I turned 18, I, I decided to put off college to just travel the world for a few years. And I've just kind of always followed like my intuition and my heart and trusted that if that's what I was feeling called to do, I was exactly where I was supposed to be doing exactly what I was supposed to. Um, I actually haven't, I think just my personality type, like I don't really work for, I haven't done well being bossed. (laughs) (laughs) can only withstand that for about like a year and then I'm like okay now I gotta like do my own thing again um so you know before Kylo I was already living a life that was pretty in alignment um I was working as a massage therapist and energy practitioner okay already working with energy work I was already working with these modalities um sound healing and crystals all of these aspects that are incorporated into Kylo now um so that was in alignment and also I was still like working for someone else I was working at a large spa um and the moment that made me kind of decide to really like follow this thread and create Kylo was just that the intuitive hit was so strong like I had the idea and just all of me was like do this and because I'm familiar with my intuitive hits and this process um, and I trust my guidance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that it was really easy for me to be like, 
I'm going to take the risk and do that. And, you know, I still kept my, um, my job at the spa for like eight months after I started Kylo. And then after that, I was at a point where I was ready to transition to doing this. Kind of as a security blanket, right? And so you had your own clients, your own following, essentially. Yeah, exactly. And basically what I was doing with clients was um, very like one-on-one in the physical. And now what I'm doing in the creation of the products is basically all of those same things, but just instead of working on the direct person, I'm infusing all of the tools with those healing modalities into the product. So then when those arrive to their owners, the, the people who choose to use them, then they're applying them and they're receiving the same kind of energy work and vibration than that they would if we were in an actual healing session together. And you mentioned that you didn't go to school. Do you support that at all or how, cause I know that's such a hot topic right now, you know, going to school, not going to school. Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, I have no regrets. I'm super grateful that I made that decision. Um, just, I ended up going, I've done like some schooling. So, but I, like building your own education, I think is really powerful. Um, and in the same vein as like kind of what I've been saying a lot, it's like, there is no one way. Um, people kind of need to find their own path. And so if going to school is like what totally resonates with you and that feels so true and in alignment and you're passionate and excited and it's for you, mm-hmm. not because there's some pressure from society or family, oh, yeah. whatever, then by all means, totally do it. And it's just following your heart and what's doing what's right for you. Um, I'm really, yeah, I've learned so much through other means and different trainings and ex- hands-on experience. Okay. Um, and I went to massage school. Like, you know, there are different forms of school that don't look like college. Exactly. Um, and that's so cool. We're so lucky to be living in a time where that's available and we can kind of like build our education a la carte, uh, rather than this like one size fits all huh. story that we've been told. I love that. I think that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Build your education um, a la carte instead of one size fits all. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a quote out of that or something. <laughs> Love it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, now now we're on to our listeners' favorite segment of the show. Welcome to the round with no name because they're all taken. <laughs> so this is a curveball. I know that you probably weren't expecting this. So here we are. You're gonna We're going to make you think quick. So okay. not to even put more pressure on you, but... Uh, you get five seconds to initiate an answer. We just want you to kind of throw things that you think of first, and we're curious what they are. Uh, otherwise, I have to deal here with my producer, Steve Wiley. He wrote, he wrote, he always comes to my house in my studio when I'm recording for some reason, and he lurks in the background and he comes on and gives me a tough time if, if I go over the, the time. So, okay, hopefully, I don't have to deal with him because I, I hate looking at him. <laughs> <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't say anything. All right. What is your favorite book? Oh, The Red Tent is what just came to mind. (laughs) Your favorite movie? Wow. Beep. Beep. Oh, man. That's it. We're done. 
You're stranded on an island. What is the one item you want with you? Can't be a person. Oh, the one item I want with me. I feel like I would need nothing, honestly. Um, you are probably the first ever person that said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I That's mean, awesome. Because really, I'm just like, I have. Ex- I can be anywhere, you know? Like, when you can drop into a state of, like, not really needing anything. I don't know. I would want water. <laughs> I'll take it. We'll take it. If you had an unlimited amount of money right now and you could start up any business you wanted, not your own, what would it be? Um, it wouldn't really be a business, but it would be a community. Um, uh, some land for people to live in, harmo- in harmony and in community and serving the planet, healing the planet, growing healthy food, um, sharing education with people. Yeah. Utopia, the perfect, the perfect place. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. my mind like thinking of all these crazy things. That's awesome. <laughs> um, <clears throat> how do you, how do you drink your coffee? Oh, um, unsweetened, some MCT oil and hemp milk. Okay. Okay. And do you like make that yourself? Do you have like a preferred brand that you always buy? I make I make it myself, yeah. Or I make it at home. I, I have like preferences in terms of like the hemp milk and you know all those things, but yeah. Awesome. Um, so would you like go out to a Starbucks and just get coffee there or no? <sighs> Probably not. I mean, if I was like really fiending, I'm honestly I'm not like a big caffeine fiend, and if I do have caffeine, it's more likely going to be like matcha or green tea or mate. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of cycle through the different caffeine things. So I'm not, it's like what I want, the quality and all those, um, specifications aren't like available right then. I'm happy to just like go without. What is your favorite, uh, yoga pose? Mm, what just came to mind was downward dog. I just like that. I find that I can- I don't know why that one is on my mind too. <laughs> Cause it's the one that I always hear about and my fiance always ta- talks about our dog doing a downward dog. And I'm like, it's got to be my favorite position, I guess, right? Well, it's probably one of the most well-known or common, so that, um, that makes sense. But I think it's just, it's really good. And I like that I can like just be on a hike and be like downward dog and feel it's just like super effective and simple. Um, but in that same vein of like super simple and effective, Shavasana is also great. And I think that might be like laugh worthy to people because I think you're just like laying down or sleeping. It's like so easy, but really because it's so easy and you can just lay there, it's also the oppor- the greatest opportunity for your mind to wander. And so that's really like the practice of Shavasana is like how present can oh, you keep be? In, keep bringing it back, right? Yeah. Same present. Is entrepreneurism a fad? Hmm. Kind of can feel like it, I guess. But I guess I just, I think that it's becoming way more um, common just because of kind of what we talked to earlier. It's like people aren't really satisfied with this like 
one size fits all type of being and to really be our authentic expression of ourselves and follow our heart sometimes that means creating your own thing and being innovative and that's what we need as a culture to solve all these great problems that we're faced with right now um we need innovation and we need creativity and people to think outside of the box and offer something new and different because if we just keep doing all the same things and following all the same career paths and being you know, everything that our parents were, then we're just, we're doing us as ourselves a disservice to heal, to grow and evolve and, um, yeah, invent, like innovate, do new things, what we need. So I think it's, um, it's an exciting time. I think it's beautiful that more and more people are being entrepreneurs and that's a more like widely accepted and commonly found thing. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, I think, I think you, uh, I think you aced that one. I, I got to talk to Steve later, but <laughs> you, you survived. I survived. He didn't come out. I didn't have to deal with him. So, so we're good. I mean, I, I, I guess I don't know what my favorite movie is. Which is like, oh, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> well, maybe you just don't watch movies. I don't know. <laughs> I do kind of, I don't, not much. I do have a thing uh, like, for some reason, names of things like don't stick, like names of movies, names of songs, even artists. I could be like, some song will come on. I'm like, this is my favorite song. And they're like, who is it? And I suck at lyrics. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. You know what? Good. Cause I'm not the, so I know, I know I'm not the only one. I suck at lyrics. Like I pretend yeah. like I know them, but I really don't. Yeah. I really don't. Cat <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taylor, everybody of Kylo wellness. That's Kylo dash wellness.com. As well as, as well as her Instagram at kylo.organic.chakra.therapy. Be sure yeah. to check her out. It's been a pleasure having you on. I'm looking forward to seeing you know what the future brings and definitely looking forward to catching up um, down the road. And uh, my, Mike is yours if you want to share any final thoughts with the listeners. Um, yeah, thank you. I, I guess I just would like to kind of extend an invitation to anyone. Um, we didn't... I mean, I'm a total chakra geek. We didn't even get into like what the chakras are and there's so much work with them. I mean, all of that, like that's like novels worth of information. Um, But that's really what I'm passionate about is um, working with that and kind of sharing the tools and the information for people to really learn how to become their own healers so that they can thrive. So if any of that is of interest to you or you're curious about the chakras, you want to learn more, um, I would love to connect. Please reach out via those channels that you mentioned. Um, Aside from just offering um, tools in the form of products, Kylo is also a platform of education. So um, I have upcoming workshops and retreats and um, opportunities to just really dive in with yourself and. yeah. So if that, if you have any intuitive hits around that, um, let's connect. And the best way is, would you say the website or Instagram? Is it- um, either. Yeah. The website, you can send a message through the website. You can send a message through Instagram. Um, I, I will get back to you and I would love to, yeah, be on this journey together. Awesome. And what's uh, the next retreat coming up? Next workshop or retreat? Um, the next, there's a weekend workshop happening in October. It's, I think, the 19th and 20th in Carbondale. 
um, really beautiful place. Amazing. N- not just Carbondale, but the actual venue. Um, Carbondale, Colorado, that is. Yeah. There is a Carbondale where I'm at. and that's. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a Carbondale in Illinois, which is actually much bigger, so people would probably get funneled there before yeah. Colorado. Yes. So Colorado. Colorado. Colorado in October. And then um, the big one that I'm really excited about is eight days, uh, or actually it's nine days, um, in January at Lake Atitlan in Guatemala. So it will be along the sacred waters of Lake Atitlan, and each day we're going to dive in really deep to each chakra. Um, It'll be a really profound and transformative experience. So Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, be sure to send that info over. Yeah. Check it out. Well, thanks so much, Kat. Looking forward to talking again soon. It's been a pleasure. Likewise. Thank you. That is all for this episode of Boss to Boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is boss, the number two, boss.com. And remember, the time is now.